0: Welcome to the ICANN Podcast, the podcast of the Indiana Catholic Conference. The Indiana Catholic Conference is the official public policy voice of the Catholic bishops of Indiana. Welcome back to the ICANN Podcast. This is Alexander. And Angela. And we're back for yet another week of commentary from us, the staff of the Indiana Catholic Conference, on what's been going on down at the State House.
1: It's been a little slower. Uh, because things have gone through first and second readings, and we talked about crossover, and now things are in the chamber opposite from where they started. And for the most part, there have been um, some amendments added as well as different sponsors um, to the bills to support the bills. Mm-hmm.
0: And we saw a little bit drop off our workload here because, as you, for those of you who have been following us, some of those bills that we were following at the first half of the session are now dead and so they're not requiring as much activity from us so now we have a clear idea of which bills are going to make it um, or not make it or at least which ones we are focused on most now
1: but we have to be vigilant because just because they technically died mm-hmm. doesn't mean that a portion of them cannot come back in some related or even unrelated fashion in another bill mm-hmm.
0: But so for those bills that we're still tracking and that are still in this process, there are two in particular we want to highlight this week. One of them we uh, testified on, and that's Senate Bill 265. This is the TANF, Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Program. Um, And it's an expansion of the TANF program.
1: And if you've been following us, you've heard us talk about this this year, last year, the year before that because mm. the temporary assistance to needy family has not increased since
0: 1989. Mm-hmm. So, and Senator John Ford, he's the been the author on this bill since 2019, so he's he's tried to author it or he has authored it every year. Every year it's passed out of the Senate, but every time it's also died in the House. And so that's where we are now. It just passed out of the first House committee, it was the uh, Family, Children, and Human Services Committee, and so, or fa- uh, Affairs Committee, and so now we'll see what happens in the, what will probably be the biggest test for it in the House Ways and Means Committee.
1: And Ways and Means, like appropriations, means money. The primary funding for TANF flows through the federal government so there really is no reason why it should not pass out of the house because indiana money doesn't have to attach to it
0: yeah so that's it. it, it's all comes in one block grant from the federal government and indiana uses tanf money for different purposes other than direct cash assistance um it's not like we think that all of those uses, a lot of it is for childcare, it's not like we think that any of those uses are bad, but there's still additional wiggle room and every year the state doesn't spend that money, it does roll over and so the state has enough wiggle room in that TANF block grant that we get every year to increase the program of direct cash assistance.
1: Particularly now with inflation, Mm -hmm. you know, having been at all time highs, you could just factor in a annual cost of living increase, and that would be something that would be reasonable. But then when you add it hasn't been increased since 1989, there is a cost of living that you can experience every year, and then there has been record inflation in the last 18, 16 to 18 months, this is the time to increase it.
0: Mm-hmm. So this year's the, – the the proposal, the increase in terms of numbers – We're looking at the difference for uh, a parent and a dependent, just looking at that, that's the easiest numbers to come up with, Um, would increase from the maximum of $255 a month up to $409 a month. So we're not talking about an exorbitant increase.
1: But something that could clearly help someone who Mm -hmm. is struggling. Mm -hmm. And in order to qualify for TANF, you have to be in some fairly dire financial straits to begin with.
0: Hmm. Uh, And the other piece of this bill is that it would, like you were talking about a cost of living increase, uh, it would tie the increase to this program to the cost of living adjustments for Social Security. And so these are like, Which aren't exorbitant either. Right. Um, I I remember seeing some statistic or or some percentage of because the program hasn't been, um, there haven't been cost of living adjustments since 1988 where the the program has then lost that much more value due to inflation and cost of living uh, increases, right? Um, so 19- these are all kind of reasonable requests that we're trying to to finally get through in the statehouse.
1: Think about that. That is, be- they haven't had a cost of increase since before mm. you were born mm. is another way to look at it. Yeah, yeah.
0: For those of you who were, uh, <laughs> were born in 1988 or, or after. Uh All right, so I think that's all on TANF. Uh, We have had an action alert on our action alerts list on this since really the beginning of the session. We knew it was something we were going to be engaged on. Uh, So check that out. Go ahead and go to our website, indianacc.org, and the easiest place to get to that is to click Take Action on the top right corner of the page. Next, let's move on to 1568. House Bill 1568 is also one that we've talked about on our podcast before. There hasn't been any movement on it yet, but we just wanted to take a few moments to highlight it again this week.
1: 1568, for those of you who don't remember by the numbers, which sometimes that includes Alexander and myself, <laughs> it, is the prev- it is the bill that would allow pharmacists to prescribe contraception oral contraceptives, mm-hmm. and it is not a requirement, the bill was changed, it says that they may, because there was a recognition when we talked to them that there might be some pharmacists, because of religious reasons, would not be comfortable doing so. Um, we still have objections, uh, understandably, uh, from Catholic social doctrine and uh, doctrine and Catholic social teaching um, about the contraceptions, but it looks like it may pass. But we are working very hard to try to get natural family planning. Uh, NFP, our fertility awareness, um, people call it different things or recognize it as different things. Um, mm-hmm. Way a long time ago, rhythm method, you know, whatever you remember, something that is natural, non-invasive non-pharmaceutical um, trying to get that included pharmacists uh, pharmacists can give out inform, give contraceptions like they, they can give out information about natural family planning another component we would like to see insurance cover this service and that doesn't always happen and sometimes that is a barrier to people who might want to you know have someone educate them Mm-hmm. Uh, to this method,
0: yeah, and, and usually the costs for receiving instruction in natural family planning, and any associated materials, it isn't an exorbitant amount. It um, it would it would be somewhere in the ballpark of five hundred to eight hundred dollars, at least those are the estimates that I've heard, for uh, um, an individual or a couple to go through that that counseling education.
1: While the cost isn't exorbitant, I mean five to eight hundred dollars could out of pocket could mean a lot to a, a young family or or a family with with several children it's important that there be funding for a trained and skilled provider right. um while there is information and google may or may not be your friend it is important for it to be effective um mm-hmm. to have the proper training and education
0: right like you and i think i've you hear about all these different apps that help help women attract their cycles and whatnot. Um, the, the research on natural family planning is, shows that, like, there's... Well, basically, there's no evidence that suggests that those are accurate. They could be helpful for some women, but um, that ultimately the most effective, well-researched methods are those that are approved. Uh, maybe you've heard of some, like, Creighton or Marquette or Symptothermal or others where you have a rigorous process of of training for a practitioner that go through those uh, in order to then instruct couples and individuals.
1: So we'll probably have an action alert about that also so that you can contact your lawmakers and Mm -hmm. encourage them to add the amendment that would um, allow pharmacists to provide information about NFP.
0: Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. That'll also be on our Action Alerts play- page. So when you go looking for the TANF Action Alert, you're also going to find that one. So you can knock out both when you're on our Action Alerts page. So in uh, the last few minutes of our episode today, I, I think I just wanted to bring up the, uh, our continued asking for those of you who are listening, and uh, especially for those of you who may be listening on Catholic Radio Indy, If you're not already signed up for our emails, you can do that by going to our website. And it's on that Action Alerts page. You can sign up for our communications. And then uh, recently we've had some folks reach out who are doing, say, a parish ministry fair and want to know how can I help to bring information about the Catholic Conference to my parish. And we have a number of resources available for people who want to do that. And it's a great gift to us because Angela and I just don't have the, the flexibility to go to every parish in the state as much as we would love to do that. And to have people who are dedicated to bringing the work of the ICC to their parish is extremely valuable. And we've tried to identify those folks in the last year or so as ICANN liaisons. We add them to a special list and um, they just take on a special responsibility for bringing the work of the ICC to the parish. So if that sounds like something you want to do, The simplest way to to let us know is just email us, ICC at ArchIndy.org and tell us, yes, I'm interested in volunteering in this way. Um, But even if you're not interested in taking on that special role, to sign up for our communications is uh, very important and, and to encourage others to do so as well. So that's all we have on our podcast today. We wish all of you, depending on what day you're hearing this, we wish all of you a blessed uh, St. Patrick's Day as well as a blessed uh, Feast of St. Joseph.
1: And hope that you continue with your Lenten practices. And God bless.
0: God bless.